We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Year's podcast post Orlando Magic and Golden State Warriors. We are recording this right after the blowout uh, that we just saw, and I am joined by a dear friend Ben Cruz, ex producer of the Light Years podcast. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. Appreciate you having me on for you know a little easy way to start the week for for Warriors fans, and uh, you know it's never easy to fill in for Sam, but this this one made it a little <laughs> bit easier. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, th- this. This is uh, one of those games. I think I was on the Peloton watching the first half. Then I was grabbing dinner during halftime. Then in the fourth quarter, I'm washing dishes. It's just, it's just one of those games where, look, if Kalena's not singing, you know, I, you don't have to have the volume up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Other than that, you're good. Like you said uh, before we started recording here, it was like a background game. It felt like. A, a Giants game you throw on in, in you know the middle of <laughs> July, right? <laughs> We're like, I'll you know I'll turn it up if something crazy happens. But um, we all kind of knew the the outcome of this. Yeah, Mike, the Magic roster, even with their injuries, is it's it's shocking. <laughs> it's it, really shocking. They're so bad. Yeah. I mean, it, it's they they got Jalen Suggs out, right? Like you're saying, they got Fultz out. They got they got um the Jonathan Isaac out. Isaac. So. Yeah, yeah, they they've got some good players that are out, but my God, uh, they're bad. But all right, let's start with a couple things. Um, let's start with who I'm looking on the screen right now, Andrew Wiggins tonight. Um, he, man, he he looked like Clay Thompson. I think not one of those games where he was super aggressive getting to the rim, but one of those games where it makes you start to really think that Andrew Wiggins could become a high thirty percent, maybe even forty percent three point shooter, which is insane to think about. Yeah, and I mean. That's kind of emphasized by the fact that he was getting that Steph, Clay, Katie buzz. You know what I mean? When he started to get hot, uh, and that buzz yeah. that the crowd Ooh. wanted him to shoot. Yeah, and it, whenever he touched the ball. So, I mean, again, he's not going to shoot eight for ten <laughs> many times throughout the season. But I mean, if he shot four for ten tonight, like that—that's kind of what you want, right? Right? Like, like you said, if he's shooting forty percent, that's a huge win for the Warriors because he's going to get a lot of these open looks. Um, and if he's knocking them down at even half the clip that he did today, like they're, they're going to be, the Warriors going to be really tough to beat. I just, yeah, that's, that's the guy where I, I don't know about X factor. Clay's going to be coming back. That's really the true X factor, but like, that's the guy where if his jump shots, this pure, like tonight, that shot was, you thought it was going in every single time. That, that's yeah. how good that thing looked. 
And it's because he's going to get those open shots every game for the rest of his career, as long as he's in Golden State, as long as he's playing that staff. So if he's going to hit 40% on volume like he did or like he's doing so far this season, man, I, I just – I. It's it's like Harry B, right? It's like what Harry B was doing in 2014-15 when they won their first championship. Yeah. Like he was getting open looks and just drilling them. Yeah, and he's gonna have again even more space and and open looks once Clay comes back. And and again, like the threes are gonna be there, right? Like you said, like Barnes had it, um, you know, back in 2014-15. Um, but I mean, this even the space to operate, you know, to to kind of go one on one when he needs to um, is going to be. It's going to be crazy to watch. Uh, so yeah. it's good. Once Clay comes back. Great. Look, look at the smile. Okay. He's just smiling on the square now. Did you hear Fitz say that, uh, that uh, he hasn't smiled? He's never smiled like that in Minnesota. It's just a <laughs> sick, just a <laughs> sick, absolutely disgusting <laughs> comment to make as they go to commercial. You know, Fitz really enjoyed that. Fitz will take a shot. Uh, he loves <laughs> taking shots at like entire cities. Uh, he he knows he's on a league pass in Minnesota right now. Uh, there's people in Minnesota hate watching Andrew Wiggins, uh, and he just took he just took a shot at them. Uh, and so it's it's gonna give people even more reason to hate fits across the country. Just a uh, guy guy is entertaining. This is one of those games where you're, you this is why Fitz has paid the big bucks, man. He made he made it entertaining tonight. Um, other part of the game, Steph Curry was fantastic after a, a complete. Uh, I don't know what went on on a Saturday night. Just I'm not sure. But um, after after this game, he's kind of back to his normal self. But the crazy, I, I think the the we're getting close to the big moment where he's going to break Ray Allen's record. Um, he was gunning for uh, he was gunning some threes at the end. He's 15 threes away, um, and the Warriors have one home game left where Steph can break the record. But do you think Steph can do it on Wednesday against Portland? Yeah. I mean, they don't have Dame, right? <laughs> like, I, I don't see why he wouldn't go for it. Uh, it, it I mean, it'd be ideal, right? Because then it's, uh, as Fitz kind of pointed out, it'd be two birds with one stone, right? He breaks the all time record and Clay's single game record. I mean, and I'm sure someone's going to bring it up to Steph in, in post game tonight. Uh, and he's going to be thinking about it for the next couple of days. I think he's he's gonna go for it. He shoots it enough. He shoots enough threes to go for it. Right? And and the only reason I think that he might not is because I think they're gonna blow out Portland on Wednesday, right? Like they're they're ter- they're just as bad defensively as the Magic were tonight. Um, so that that might be the only reason that he won't hit it on Wednesday. So I don't know. It might, it might be uh, is Saturday a nationally televised game against the yeah. So, Saturday there's Saturday playing on ABC against Philly, so that so might be the one. The NBA might be uh, <laughs> would prefer Steph does that on Saturday. Yeah, uh, that might be the one. But hey, I will tell you what, if Steph is at eleven going into the fourth quarter, and let's say the Warriors are up by twenty four, he's Put him he's, in. he's going for it. Yeah, there, oh, it's yeah. Just, yeah. There's no. No doubt in my mind that he's going to be uh, – uh, he's going to sell himself in. He's just going to say, Steve, fuck off. Right. We're, we're cool. <laughs> that's, that's classic FU Steph, like back to – or unanimous MVP Steph, who's going to say, put me back in. I'm going to break this tonight uh, just because I can. So it's going to – I mean, the next two games are that's, – that's really the intrigue, right? <laughs> I mean, for a, for a nothing game on Wednesday, there's, there's a ton of intrigue around it now. Yeah, I, I think Steph also uh, kind of – Look, I don't. I'm not concerned trolling. Ah, eh, maybe I am, but I, it's a little fatigue, little fatigue in his legs. I think Saturday was a little was a little fatigue back end of a back to back. I think two game turnaround here. 
Um, I think there's a little bit of, hey, man, the guy's 33 years old. He's going to be 34 coming coming up here in a few months. So I, I think they got to find a chance to rest him here, not at home. Um, Sam was saying on the last podcast, obviously not at home. Joe's not allowing that to happen. But he's going to have to get some rest here. Um, he's one of the hardest working superstars in the league that plays both sides of the court. So, oh, on um, one of these, one of these back end of the back to backs on the road, he's definitely getting a night off, if not two. You know, and, yeah. and why not? The Warriors are so ahead of the curve. Like if they lose, if they, you know, if they go what on those four games with the the back to backs, if they go two and two, you know, whatever, right? <laughs> get 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 Steph some rest. Yeah, yeah. Um. A couple other things I want to know. Anything? Anything you you want to? Any any thoughts about the game you want to bring up? Uh, I mean, no. I mean, Wiggins and, and Steph are really. It. I mean, Poole struggled from the field again. Um, he, you know, a couple little, ni- a couple of nice buckets. Um, you know, had one the Carter and spin cycle a little bit. Um, and it, it was nice to at least see him shoot it. I, I didn't realize he shot it 15 times tonight. Because uh, against San Antonio, he just didn't shoot enough. <laughs> I felt like so it was nice to kind of see him put it back up. Obviously, we'd like to see those percentages bump up, but he kind of played an all-around game. Um, but, I mean, really, the biggest takeaways from this game was, was Wiggins, right? Like, he he was the show tonight. Yeah, they're, they're, okay, let's talk about Poole for a second because I, I think he's someone that – high-variance type of player, but tonight he played a game that was very uh, high-floor, low-ceiling-ish, right? He played the type of game that was, hey, I'm going to make the right pass. I'm not going to force any shots. I'm going to make the right play every single time. And I think with Jordan Poole, he's not hes not that great of a shooter yet all around the floor where he can take those type of shots. So I think this game is actually better for him and better for the Warriors. Oh, I mean, long term for sure, right? Like when Clay comes back and, you know, JP's in charge of kind of running that second unit, you'd need more of these types of games from him, right? Like a 12-7-7 and to kind of – obviously, you want that uh, the shooting percentage to be improved a lot. But you kind of want that stabilizer, right, who can kind of do a little bit of everything um, for everyone. And the, the shot will come, right? And there's going to be nights where he's hot and, he, you know, he goes off for 30. But, like, those probably won't be needed as much once Clay is back. And, and you know, the Warriors are kind of running um, at full, full capacity. Uh, but they will need someone who to kind of do a little bit of a, uh, you know, a Draymond imitation, if you will. <laughs> and, and not so much with the score, and they're going to need to score more than that. But, like, again, the 12 7 7. Um, on the nightly would, would be nice. Right. And, and obviously those numbers will go up if, if he shoots a little bit better. Yeah. He's uh, uh decent. I, I think he's kind of found a guy. They flow in the season. Um, there's going to be a couple games on the road trip. That stuff's going to be out. I think maybe one or two that he's going to have to score 30 in. Um, and, and we've seen him do it. And I think uh, it's going to be perfect for him. Let's not forget the one guy that we need to bring up before we get to the callers here. Jonathan Kaminga. Yeah. Nice. Minutes, nice minutes tonight. Um, I mean, that dude can get to the rim kind of whenever it feels like, and, and it's kind of wild. And it, it's still, it pains me whenever he shoots a three. And he luckily oh. he only took one tonight, oh. right? The three just doesn't look good. It, it just, it flat out doesn't. I mean, kind of yeah. even his, his free throw, um, when he's shooting free throws, it doesn't look good. Oh, so, it's, it's, it's horrendous. I mean, just, I, I, it might, it might actually impact his career, but I'm only here to talk about the positives. <laughs> yeah. No, he had a couple of nice moves tonight, and like that's that's what you want is like the Warriors don't have anyone like I guess Wiggins to a certain extent, but again Kaminga downhill is uh he, he's a freak athlete man like that putback dunk he had on that JP miss was unreal. My guy was above the rim it felt like, and you know again he just he took 
one of the one of the Wagner twins to the rim, or brothers <laughs> to the rim like at will. Um, so it's 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 gonna be interesting to see how uh, Kerr kind of utilizes him kind of moving forward here. Yeah, I, to me it feels like him and Poor are the most confident guys getting downhill mm-hmm. on this team on offense. Like it's not even close. I don't know what that says about the team. I mean, the team is twenty and three. They're fantastic, or twenty and four. They're fantastic. They're going to be the one or two seed here coming in, uh, going into the playoffs. So there's not much that they need. But if you were to say there's one thing, it's that hey, they need a guy that can just get it to the bucket and make something happen, right? And that's not going to be Kaminga this year. But you can just see the way that he blows by guys, or even not even blow by the way that he could just goes through guys. Yeah, physically. Is, is, yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, totally. I mean, you just don't see that type. I mean, when was our last time we saw that from I mean, Kevin Durant? Yes. But a lot of Kevin Durant's game was was not re- not really predicated on just kind of brute strength going through guys. His his is a lot more skill and, and agility and, and, and all of that. I mean, he's amazing. With Kaminga, it's more of, yeah, he's got some skill. He's got some agility. But, man, he will go right through you and just go, and just go finish. Yeah. Like you just – I don't know how many guys you see like that in the NBA, and I think he could do it consistently. Like we see – not to compare him to Giannis, but like part of Giannis's dominance is that – He's just going to relentlessly attack you no matter what. There's going to be no pull-up. There's going to be no bailout three, nothing. He's going straight to the rim every possession, and he's going to put in 30 every single game. I think, like, Kaminga has that type of relentlessness. Yeah, and I think that's a good comp for him to – I mean, obviously, Giannis is a freak, right, and he's kind of one of a kind. But um, in terms of what we were talking about earlier, coming with a three-point shot, I mean, that's the type of, you know – how you want Kaminga to progress as a player, right? It's just he can get to the rim whenever he wants. Keep just do that over and over again. Add the three in and sprinkle it in later on in your career. And once you've kind of worked on it, it seemed for a while there, you know, it seemed like he was doing this, you know, going to the rim whenever he was in the game. And then he got kind of relying on a three-point shot <laughs> a little too much uh, whenever right. Steve would put him in. And then, uh, you know, they might have fixed some of that stuff when during his last stint here in the G League. But um, yeah, he's, I mean. Again, like you said, the Warriors don't have anyone like him. And, yeah. and that's so interesting to see. 100%. All right, man. You going to take off or are you going to hang in for the callers? No, no. Hang out. Hang out. Do it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Before we go, uh, or actually before we get to the callers, you want to want to shout out Volver real quick? I think I think we should before we uh... – Yeah. No. Um, no, I appreciate you. Uh, yeah. Volver, check out you know our uh, couple of the shows that we have going on right now. One and done. My latest guest was yes, – sir. You. <laughs> Andy, you were on and uh, got a lot of great feedback on that. So thanks again for doing that. Uh, we, you know, um, for all my MMA fans out there, uh, Daniel Cormier hosted podcast. Saw that one. Debate DC. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, he, you know, he does a call for questions and takes every week. Um, and you know, he, he invites fans on to debate him on those topics. They're usually MMA based. So he's, he's had a bunch of MMA fans on with him. I was actually on with him last week to, uh, to debate some WWE stuff for, for all my <laughs> pro wrestling fans out there uh he's uh he's really big into that world but no come check us out over on volver at the very least come check out um our guy andy here who hopped on with me so so gracious with his time uh and produced one of the best episodes that we've uh, we've done so far hell yeah man big big poor uh olivier fight today or olivera yeah oh, uh, fight uh, this weekend i am let, ready man i'm ready let me plug that we're uh we're, we're giving away a f- um we're, we're buying that fight for somebody this week. so um we're we're gonna release that video for dc is gonna release that video tomorrow but just get i'm giving the light years fam uh heads up we're, we're gonna give give that away and dc will let you all know but if hey if you don't want to spend what is it 70 80 bucks on that fight we got you 
We, we Little pay-per-view wait. action. Yeah, we got to take care of you. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Golden State Warriors basketball is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Warriors tickets anymore because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NBA tickets. TickPick got rid of all the awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best price on all of their NBA tickets. If you don't believe it, if you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will actually give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. I actually did that for the San Francisco Giants game against the LA Dodgers game one, compared it to another site that I usually use. TickPick was actually cheaper. Uh, So there you go. But make sure you go to TickPick uh, for all your Warriors tickets games this season. Visit TickPick.com today to save $10 on your first order of Golden State Warriors tickets. Again, it's TickPick.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, let's get to the goons. Uh, We got a few. Get through them. Bernardo, what's up, brother? Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How's it going? This is all Ben. Nice to meet you. I didn't know you to today, so nice to meet you. Second of all, and most important, Sam, if you're you're listening, congratulations. And I hope you enjoyed your life to this day because that's over. (laughs) Uh, So... And by the way, I'm high again, so I'm really happy with this win. <laughs> but I stopped paying attention to the game midway through the second quarter. So I have a couple of things in my yeah. head. First of all, about the game and in general. And you can stop me when I'm boring because sure. I have a lot of things in my head. So uh, Fitz is crazy because I usually listen to Brazilian broadcasting they broadcast a surprising amount of Warriors game. And t- tonight they didn't. So I listened to Fitz and like taking shots at Minnesota. <laughs> and it's crazy. He's crazy, dude. <laughs> it's so good. I'm going to I'm gonna uh, listen to him more often because he's so funny. And... <laughs> hey, this and is what Fitz is. This is what Fitz is here for, man. He's trying yeah, to go international, but I know he's trying. He's trying to get you cooked. That's what he does. Especially, is especially in the low stakes game against a bad team, like yeah. we could just have fun and laugh at him. Like, and then the another thing about the game, and actually about the team in general, I was looking at Kaminga, and I think at this point we can be pretty sure he's going to be better than Wiseman, because <laughs> like he's so athletic, he's so coordinated, he's so. Intense playing and, and and he's not dumb, like he's not making stupid mistakes all the time. 
So it's not like he's a huge minus in some sense. And he's just a bad shooter, sure. But, I mean, Kawhi Leonard was a bad shooter, not to... And Michael Kidd-Gilchrist was also a bad shooter. So <laughs> let's not get crazy. But, right. Um, I, I, I think a couple of things. That, that's the, that's the, let's, let's stop there because I think that's a topic worth visiting, Bernardo. And, and just, uh, just one, yes, more thing, yeah. one more thing. Just one more thing. You were talking about Sabonis the other day, and I think you were kind of low-balling him, in my opinion. Like, imagine him... Let's say, I don't know if the salaries match, but I don't know if we cannot give up Wiggins and get him. I'm not sure how, how much he makes. But let's say we give up a couple one pick, a couple young guys and salaries to match. He, he slots into Looney's place. And this offense all of a sudden is unbelievable because he's a great finisher, a great offensive rebounder, a great passer. You can run an offense through him. And I don't think he's going to get exposed next to Draymond. So... He's a great pick. I think he's a great pickup for the Warriors. He's basically Bielitsa, but better. Like, he's really good. I appreciate you, Bernardo. I just the Fitz one is killing me that uh that that he's just he's listening to Fitz and uh and now he's hooked. Uh, all right, a couple of things. Uh let's start with the Wiseman stuff. I I don't want to do the comparison. I more want to say he he looks like he's not gonna play this year. Um, at least for the rest of this month. He looks like he's gonna be back sometime in January, February, whatever. Um, the only thing I have to say is I just hope he gets healthy. Man, I, I think that's the most important thing. I, I think there's unfair expectations that, I mean, like someone like Fitz goes on every broadcast and talks about how, hey, if, if Wiseman is out there, they, they could rebound better or, or score better or dunk more, whatever it is, right? I just let the kid get healthy first. That's a big thing. That's number one. And I think about the Sabonis piece. Uh, for me, it's – you're going to have to give up players that I think the Warriors don't want to give up. I mean, you're going to have to, from a salary perspective, if you want to start with Wiggins, you can easily match that salary. If you don't, you're going to have to put some pieces around someone like Wiseman or Looney. Either way, they're going to want to want at least Wiseman and Kaminga or one or the other, and at least Moody, right? Maybe even Jordan Poole. Like he's an all-star level player. And I don't think he's a type of player that makes that much of a difference in a series that you have to win. How much is Sabot Sabot is playing in a series that you have to win against the Phoenix Suns. And, and I, ju I just don't think that matters enough um, to where the Warriors are going to make that move. Yeah. And I mean, to kind of circle back on the, uh, the Wiseman stuff. I mean, I just feel like he has this cloud over his head, right. Ever since the Warriors took him. And it's like, I, I get the skepticism, um, and, you know, like we've seen Kaminga, right? But I think the, the difference being, like, this poor Wiseman, dude, like, the day that he gets drafted, right, that, that's when Clay tears his Achilles. You know what I mean? And then from there, it's just these high expectations and, and everything else. He has no training camp. Um, and he just wasn't really set up to succeed in the way that, Kaminga has so and I mean succeed is uh, probably a strong word for Kaminga like he's he's playing well in kind of the, the limited role that he's been given um so I, I don't know if I'm ready to go there yet with right he, the, the definitive Kaminga is going to be better than Wiseman right okay. like I, I I'm open to that conversation I don't think it's wrong but I, I think it's I think it's way way too early and then to your point man I mean Wiseman just got to get healthy right like that's the big thing and I think this start ultimately has given them runway to not rush him back. And, and yeah. same with clay. Like every, we, you know, we've been kind of using that narrative with clay mostly, but it's, I think it's just as important for Wiseman. 
right? Uh, t- um, and they're gonna they're gonna need someone like him against the Suns. I think that's that's where it really matters. You know what I mean? Uh, or like in the in the playoffs type of thing. Um, yeah. So it, th- there's that. It, it's the, the Sabonis piece. I mean, it, ultimately, right? Draymond is going to be this team's center when it, when it matters most. Um, and it, it would just it just feels weird to me for Sabonis to kind of be in it. Like it'd be great, you know, to have another facilitate or you know to have someone of his talent um, on offense. But again, when when it comes down to it, I, I don't know. He just hasn't played enough enough games that matter to me. To your point, and again, Draymond is is he's the center of this team. I, right? Look, so, if you're if you're gonna trade pieces for a guy, I need a guy that I know is gonna win. Has has shown that they can play this style of basketball. I mean, Christian Wood's name's been known out there, and those are two guys that are just, like, super sick fantasy players we were talking about in the last podcast. But at the end of the day, like, I want I want dogs on the court that I know can play, and that's not those two guys. We've right. not seen that. There's a reason why those – they're not been in winning situations. You can you can talk me into Pascal Siakam, though, right? Like, that's someone you can talk me into, but not these other two guys that won't, might not even close uh, in a winning situation. All right, let's keep it moving here. Uh, Ricky. Sir, how's it going? What's up? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. So I thought Wiggins had a pretty solid 28 points in the flow tonight, including the uh, one of seven on two-point attempts tonight. Uh, But the one guy I'd like to uh, discuss is Jordan Poole. Um, Fitz noted on the uh, broadcast that that the Warriors were 10-0 when Poole had four or more assists. And, well, they're 11-0 now, but... Is this our new uh, Draymond having eight or more points to guarantee yourself <laughs> a win? And, and more seriously, does it speak more to how things open up when he's a playmaker? That's a hell – Ricky Garcia, uh, thank you, sir. I, I, God, that's such a – Jordan Poole is someone I think the rookie season shown that he could he could playmake, right? I, I think he had those flashes where – I was like, damn, like, I don't think he's going to make it in this league. But if he does, he's got some playmaking chops to where he can find guys in the corner when he drives, right? He can play through the pick and roll. He can actually run a second unit offense that way. He can play on the opposite side, uh, weak side action of, of, of a play, and he can get to the hole. Like, that's something that I thought was always his strong suit versus what I think a lot of people might feel like, hey, his shooting is what you think of it uh, as being a strong shoot, suit, right? But I think what Jordan Poole is actually better at is actually have the ball in his hands, get to the hole, and actually control the game that way and not actually shooting 28 foot threes like he's Steph Curry. The less I think he tries to be Steph Curry, the better probably he, it is for this team. <laughs> the better it is for the Warriors. Yeah, and that's really what they were missing last year, right? Is I mean, we have this perception, and it's true, like Steph is a playmaker, right? Draymond's been you know one of the primary playmakers. But the Warriors have been missing that secondary ball or ball handler on the perimeter, right? Who can kind of create off the dribble, but like Draymond will just, he just sees the court differently, right? He'll make the right pass, but he can't take his guy off the dribble, right? JP can do that now. Um, and in a similar way that Steph can, and right. He doesn't need to shoot like Steph, but he needs to be able to help collapse the defense and then create for everyone else. And he's starting to do that now. And I mean, that's a, it, it was a great, that's a great take by Ricky. Um, that it is more important, I think, um, than, you know, him putting up 30. I mean, that's, it's nice, right? But again, Clay's on his way back and, and Wiggins is starting to find his thing. So um, the other aspect of this is, is the play, playmaker 
aspect, and and that's super important for for JT's F- development. Here. Finding the balance is so hard too for a 22 yeah. year old, right? Yeah. Like for a 22 year old, just understanding how to like what should he be tonight? Is he going to be a, is he going to be more of a playmaker? Is he going to is are they going to need him to score more? Is he going to have to be more so like that's hard, man. Like we see Chris Paul do it so well, but like man, that's Chris Paul. Right. Like like these guys are like elite guards that can do that. And, and it's asking a lot of Jordan Poole uh, to figure that out. And we're seeing him do it on the fly. Like we're, we're seeing him do it on the fly, which is cool. Be simplified more once Clay comes. Is it going to be, you know, an ego hit that he has to go back to the bench? Probably. But, you know, his role will be simplified uh, when, you know, he kind of is leading that bench unit and he doesn't yeah. have to kind of think you know in the back of his mind i'm sure he's always thinking like oh i gotta defer to steph or i gotta defer to dre like with the starting five right like why wouldn't you those guys are champions and hall of famers but when he's given the keys to that second unit uh it it, it might be more effective nope Uh, i hear sorry i put i put mikas on too early (laughs) oh no you're good uh mikas sir what's up how we doing boys good man you want to talk some succession Actually, uh, you know what? No spoilers. Actually, no, people might not have watched this episode. No spoilers, but I, I'm, I'm worried about Redacted. We'll just yeah, say yeah. I'm concerned. <laughs> I, yeah, hope, yeah. Uh, I hope Redacted is okay. Um, yeah. uh, I got two questions here. One, per Joe V. Ray, uh, a great NBA follow on Twitter, at Joe V. Ray NBA, Andrew Wiggins is putting up the best shooting marks of his career, as well as having the most efficient scoring season of his career. 53% on twos, career high. 41.5% on threes, career high. 72% on free throws. 565 effective field goal percentage, career high. 59.1% true shooting, career high. Is there any chance that Andrew Wiggins is an all-star for the Warriors this season, given the fan base that the Warriors have, the way we can get the fan vote drummed up, and kind of the lack of all of the good wings being active right now? Kawhi's out, LeBron's missed a lot of games, uh, you know, the West is just, uh, you're missing Murray, you're missing a lot of players, MPJ. Is there a shot at Wiggins being an all-star this season? Oh, and two, my God. And two, second question. We know Steph is probably not going to break the record against Portland. It would be perfect if he did, but he probably doesn't. There's a chance he breaks it against his brother Saturday in Philly. Would be good, but I don't think that's the best one. If he doesn't get it within those two games, do we think there's a chance that the organization takes Indiana, a terrible team that they can beat without Steph, and let the stars kind of get a rest game for that night so that he can break it in Madison Square Garden when I'm there to make up for the terrible Tampa Bay loss that I saw. <laughs> Will they do this for me to make up for the Tampa Bay Raptors game that I had to observe if he doesn't break it against Philly? What are your thoughts on both of these questions, guys? I, I, does, I, Mika's never fucking misses. Uh, never once. Uh, never done Never, it. never once. I'm going to go second one, first, second one first. They got to bench his ass. Sit Steph out. If he doesn't hit it in the next two games, nobody wants to see, see Steph break it in, in in Indiana. Steph is a showman. He needs to break it either at Portland at home in front of the chase crowd on national TV. Like you said, all right, we'll take national TV Saturday night and against his brother, against, against his brother and yeah. again against Steph. Cool moment. But Madison Square Garden. Oh, man. I just I, he might he might he might make 15. That night <laughs> at Madison Square. I mean, you remember he had 50. Yeah. Uh, what is it now? Seven years ago now? Uh, uh, 20, really 2011, like, I thought. Wasn't it 2011 oh, when he had 51? Yeah. God, I feel old. Um, by the way, Kaminga just so happy. 
uh, all the time. <laughs> the guy's just so happy. Um, but yeah, Ben, what do you think? I, I, I think just, you, we can't. Indiana is just, just no, absolutely not. Cannot happen. Non-starter. Yeah. Indiana has to be off the table. I'm sorry to everyone in Indiana. If we have any Indiana Light Years listeners, uh, I, I'm going to defer to Mikas's happiness over yours. Um, <laughs> but I mean, look, there, there's the next four games. There's three great options, three really good ones. Uh, if if they choose to do it in Indianapolis, uh, I I don't know. We we need to have some conversation. <laughs> and, and 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 Indy and Indy is the start. It's a back to back. It's Indy back to back Knicks. So you could rest the first night for the starters, get them for the Knicks. If, I would I, take I, the, see, I would take the L. I mean, I don't even care if Indiana wins that game. You know what I mean? It's just and we already beat. Who did we beat the other day when you rested? Was it the Cavs? I think we sat everybody. Detroit. Beat, Detroit. Oh, okay. Well, Detroit's worse than Indiana, but still. No, we are. At worse. least Indiana has some deep in. Nah, they have some okay, but yeah. Detroit is such miserable. Terrible. Just mis- miserable well, what about franchise. what about Wiggs as an All Star? What do, what do we think on that one, guys? I, oh my God! It just I can't. Has he had, has had, he had a better season than LeBron? Has he had a better season than LeBron so far? <laughs> oh, shit, oh my I, year! Oh my God! He's missed LeBron's more. missed half the year. He's I, missed I, half I the agree. season. But hey, you know he's going to make All Star. I know, but he doesn't deserve <laughs> it this year so far. <laughs> he's going to make it. Um, does, okay, so maybe the better question, because I got to look at the roster, I got to look at how many wings there are and, and all that stuff. I don't have it up in front of me, but uh, maybe the question is, does Andrew Wiggins deserve an all-star? Part of me wants to say, Jesus Christ, Steph Curry can make you fucking great. He can make a career. I'll I tell you that. Like, Steph Curry is unbelievable. But but in all honesty, I think Andrew Wiggins, after the first few games of the season, has been nothing short of spectacular. Um, I was on the forefront of kind of saying that I just did not believe Andrew Wiggins was going to be just the type of player that he was last season or any better. I mean, so far this year, he's just he's he's at 41. Like you just said, he's at 41 percent now from three for the season. Almost 42, 41.6 here. Just for fun. Let's let's go down. Name the wings off this team that you would bring to the all star. Uh, Pelicans, is there a wing that you would take over Wiggins for the all star game? I mean, Brandon Ingram, like he's having a special statistical year. Thunder, no, right, no. SGA, probably not. Yeah, he's not. A, well, he's not a wing. Wiggins yeah. would be a wing. SGA is a guard. Rockets, no, no. That's Spurs, no. Mm-hmm. no. Kings, are we taking Harrison Barnes? Uh, uh, Trailblazers, no. Nasir Little, pretty good. Over Wiggins, I don't know about that. <laughs> Tim, Timberwolves, maybe you go Ant Man. I could, I could hear Ant Man. Yeah, yeah. I could hear it. Nuggets, no. Lakers, it's LeBron will get one, but okay, fine. Mavericks, no. Clippers, Paul George, that's a lock. We know that. Grizzlies, uh, John Morant's not a wing. Uh, Jazz, Tri- Triple J. Triple J. Uh, Isn't Triple J center? Or maybe I'm wrong. I don't well, know. it's 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 front court and back court. Now. Oh, he so he would also he'd be front court. Okay, fair. Right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I still think I take Wiggins. Sure. Over I yeah. 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 Okay. Ja- Jazz. I guess uh, Donovan Mitchell would be front, or he'd be uh he'd be um he'd be in the guard spot. So, and then that leaves Warriors and Suns. I mean, I think there's a legitimate path for two way wigs to be an All Star this year, oh, which would man. be hilarious given the way. We all wanted to trade him, and rightfully so, at the start of the year. I, 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 I kind of need it. Oh, no, he's not saying Wiggins over PG. PG's a lock. I think there's No, no, no. PG, PG's a lock that PG is going to be. Yeah. He's like the guaranteed lock over Wiggins, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So I, th- there might be room. <laughs> I think there is. I think he's going to be one. I am uh, I'm a little – I love it. At the same time, I'm a little disgusted. Uh, but, hey, look, 
It's a good time to be a Warriors fan, man. It's a great time. Hey, good time, you, boys. Appreciate I, I, you. To close up on Mikas's point, I think like the path really is like if the Warriors keep winning, and they're not going to keep winning at this clip, but if they're still the number one, number two seed in the West, kind of around once the All Star reserves are are kind of being voted in by the coaches, the coaches tend to vote in players who are on winning teams, right? right? So he might get, and the Warriors have had three All Stars before, um, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. I think. There's obviously the narrative around Wiggins in his entire career. So that might be what's well, holding us against believing it entirely. But it's not it, – uh, when he first said it, I was like, whoa, no way. And then you, once he started breaking it down, and I'm, I'm looking at Wiggins' his stats now, you're like, it's not out of the realm of possibility. I, I, hey, I'll tell you what. i tell you who's going to be pushing that. Everybody in the Warriors organization. You know Why? Because this would be the greatest reclamation project that we've seen in a long time. Right. Because if you're, you, if the Warriors organization can prove, and I joke about Steph being the, the middle of all of this, and he is, but if the Warriors organization can say, hey, we can help revive your career, we can change the way that people see who you are as a player and turn you into an all-star, essentially they're going to turn a guy that I think most people in the league in the league, outside of the league, fans just thought of a guy as just a high-volume chucker who's overrated and, and pretty lazy as a number one pick and turn him into a Western Conference All-Star on a team that's won three titles and is the number one seed going into the All-Star break? Shit. <laughs> that would be among the, among the storylines that we could not have predicted going into the season for the Warriors. Like, I think Wiggins being an All-Star would probably be at the top and then, you know, this 20 and four start, right? Like it's, it's, it was just so out of the realm. We were, we were just hoping he was, you know, a, a decent wing, right? Where he, he can make some open shots, play some good defense. And now we're entering the, is he an all-star conversation? It's, it's a wild NBA season. I just, how much help does Steph fucking need, man? How much help oh, does Steph need? That's, and that's going to be the wonderful narrative. Right? It's going to come <laughs> back that he has, he has two, or like how many Hall of Famers does he need? It's going to be great. <laughs> McWalter, what's up, brother? Yo, yo, I think we're missing out on an All-Star. Man, Jordan Poole's playing like an All-Star, too. Why don't we just get four All-Stars? Well, Why five, are we stopping five, at three? Why Clay's we- coming back. Give him one. Uh, no, Clay. No, Clay don't need to get on the All Star team yet. No, he, we, we're gonna let him wait and chill. It's all good. But no, to be honest, Jordan Jordan Poole's playing so good that you, he won't make it. There's too many guards, but he should at least have some consideration. And and to Mikas's point, I mean, Andrew Wiggins is playing out of his mind. It's freaking awesome. Imagine when he gets the booster. I mean, clearly the Vax is great oh. the level. You give God. him the booster, he might go Super Saiyan on the season. He might be a you might get that free throw percentage up and be a 90, you know, 50, 40, 90 guy. Who knows, man? It'd be insane. Um, but no, you got to be excited about tonight's game. It was great seeing Kaminga get the fourth quarter run. And, and, and good to see that Moody and him are doing decent down in, you know, Santa Cruz. Still a lot of turnover, still some mistakes, but, you know, still playing well, too. I love it. I I, I love it. The G League for a second, I think. McWalter, by the way, thanks. Thanks for jumping on, man. As as always, breath of uh, breath of energy and positivity. I think uh, the G League stuff has been great for uh, for Moody and Kaminga. I think it's just G League is just an underrated place, man. I, I wish I lived closer to Santa Cruz, Ben. I'm like what two and a half hours away or, or something yeah, like that. It's, yeah, you're pretty far. Out. I'm I'm actually pretty close over here in San Jose, so it's like less than an hour. It's just oh really? 
Yeah, so I, I'll be making some trips out there in the near future. It's just sometimes their games align, or more often than not, actually, their games have been aligning with actual Warrior games. So, like, I just really got to make the decision of, am I going to really make this drive for an hour to watch the G League? Like, as well, you, like, you got to make Kaminga. sure. You got to make sure Kaminga's playing too, right? Because it's not like he's playing every game. So, but, right. Uh, like, yeah. Might be cool to see Wiseman and Clay play out there if Clay gets a, uh, a couple games out there before he comes back. But, um, yeah. A clay, that, that'd be a collector's item, right? A clay Santa Cruz Warriors jersey. Number 77, hopefully. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be a hell of a yeah, hell of a game. I shit. Um, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what Clay, man. I think uh, we're getting closer and closer. I'm just, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. So, um, we'll, we'll see when he's coming back. All right. Uh, oh shit, jumped off. Let's uh, let's close it out with William Mitchell here, the new caller. Let's close this baby out. Yo, can you guys hear me? Yes, yes sir. sir. Uh, so. The first off, if Draymond doesn't get a T-shirt showing all the Portland media's tweets about him being worse than Robert Covington, <laughs> it's petty card revolt because, oh, my God, Portland's a dumpster fire. Just blow it up. Damn, I, I love the guy, but he got to figure it out. Like, get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh, – uh, do you have anything else, William? Is that it? Uh, the only other thing I wanted to say is, like, I know, like, people are trying to question Steph's mid-range mm. attempts, which is fair, but the one person I might want to question is probably Draymond's because it's, like, he's shooting, like, a career highs and, like, twos on 75% and, like, zero to three, and then 55% on three to ten. But, like, the 25% from, like, 16 to three-point is, like, when you pretty much have, like, all unlimited space when two go to like Steph, we, I do the Warriors just like get a shooting coach eventually, so that maybe Draymond can figure it out some of his shooting woes, or heck, maybe Looney could get a shooting coach so that he can stop being a dumpster fire. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, by the way, you just had the numbers up. Just, uh, just, 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 uh, just, I don't, just had that memorized. Just Draymond's percentage paint numbers and, and stuff like that. Uh, William, yeah. thanks for. Thanks for, oh, shit, I let him out. Um, but it, it makes a good point. I, I think the step mid-range, I'm not too worried about um, how often he shoots it. Um, the Draymond shooting, it's past the buck. I think at, at, you kind of, this is what you see is what you get with Draymond. Right? Like, I, don't, I don't see some crazy improvement from mid-range. I don't see some crazy improvement from the three-point line. He's shooting a little bit more this season, as in he's actually going to the rack a little bit more, and he's making more layups. But in terms of actually the, the the accuracy of the shooting from outside of ten feet, I don't think it's going to get any better. Yeah, I think if we're we're just, I think we're just kind of nitpicking at that point, right? With Draymond, <laughs> I mean, he's he's so elite defensively and so elite um, on the offensive end in terms of getting the ball in in scorers' hands. That and he's like you said, he's he's so much more aggressive this year, getting to the rim. Like if he's got a layup, he he still he still has those moments where he you know he passes. When he's driving to the rim, um, but more often than not, he is kind of going to the cup. Um, and you know, if he makes it, is a whole other, um, whole other conversation. But again, if we're asking him then to kind of improve his mid-range shooting, I don't know if that's just a that just seems like overkill in terms of stuff that he needs to be doing. Um, yeah. And same same with Loon, right? Like they take him on occasion, and it's painful to watch. But 
I mean, if, if the Warriors do everything right, like those possessions will be few and far between. Yeah, it just you 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 see what you get with Draymond. He's incredible defensively, incredible screener. He's always going to get guys open, mm-hmm. uh, passer. He does everything but that shooting part. But I mean, that that's what's gonna it's what it's gonna come down to with, with the Warriors is they're gonna play four when it's winning time. They're gonna play four shooters around Draymond, um, and and they're gonna try to win from there. And it's. It's uh man, it's it's good times because he looks fantastic. But get those guys a rest day, uh, Ben. I appreciate you jumping on a little bit longer than I thought, but appreciate you, brother. Uh, we Absolutely. will be back Wednesday night after Portland. Hopefully, when Steph breaks the record. Thanks, everyone. Chapman, welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.